Hey, Camp Kids. Welcome back to the Camp Kids podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp experience or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Today, we're talking about taking a break from camp. Before we really dive into this, I want to outline that there are really only two types of breaks that you can take. The first one is a planned break, and the second one is an unplanned break. Some examples of a planned break might be a family or a work commitment that is just a brief interruption in the summer, or if you have to leave for once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. An unplanned break could be something along the lines of sickness, weather, organizational problems, or just unavoidable commitments in general. Now, in my opinion, if you do not take a planned break, an unplanned break could derail you. I have mentioned before on the show that I did take about a five-year break in between my summer camp residential experience to the day camp experience that I have right now. And that was due to an unplanned break due to my mental health at the time being. Essentially, what had happened for me was, is I experienced a lot of burnout and I didn't have the tools to quite deal with it along with the added stress of starting a new career. So that's why I'm creating this episode for you today in hopes that you do not reach the end or the middle of next summer. You are seeing down the line of an unplanned break. So a really beneficial thing that you can do either by yourself or with your staff if you're in charge of a camp staff is you can brainstorm some ideas of what are some things that are outside of your control that could cause the summer to shift. Maybe you will have to plan a new activity. Maybe you will have to shut down the camp for a period of time. What are some things that could happen that could cancel a session or things that could cause a break that are out of your control. And then after you've brainstormed some of those things that could happen, also brainstorm ideas of what are some ways that you can handle it in that moment. Oftentimes we find ourselves in emergency situations that even though we couldn't even fathom that they would have happened, we are completely able to know how we would respond in that moment of time. An example that comes to mind from this last summer is a weather-related issue. We had severe, severe thunderstorms, which caused both of our campsites to go completely out of power, which caused lots of sessions to be canceled. Now, crazy thing to happen. I don't know if this thing has ever happened before, but looking back on it now, dealing with this type of scenario could have absolutely been talked about. And now that we've gone through it, we do have procedures in place. However, as most people in emergencies tend to find, trying to find the procedures within this emergency isn't always the best case scenario, nor will it always lead to the best outcomes. I will refer you all back to the book club episode where we talked about attention all staff with some other camp emergencies that were in there. It's a great starting point if you're wanting to do some of that brainstorm process. Some other ways of unplanned breaks that could occur have to do with like sickness. And oftentimes though, you really can't plan these out. It is gonna happen. Someone is going to get sick or someone is gonna have something happen to where they are going to need to seek medical attention. Camp is a high risk environment. You can always plan on it. If you know that you can plan on someone getting sick, you can also plan on how you're gonna react in that situation. 
For example, when I was a CIT, I got this gnarly spider bite on my ankle. Do not believe that it was venomous whatsoever, but it did make my ankle swell and I got this this weird marking on my ankle and we did have to go take it out. Now, for because we had kind of poor planning at that point in time, it was a, I had to wait for hours in the infirmary before we could even get enough coverage for me to be able to go to the doctor. So, with that being said, this is something you want to think about if it's whether it's coming from a camper side perspective or a staff side. Now, when I was a staff member, I also got sick again. I developed a rash or on both of my legs multiple summers. Come to find out it was due to the knee-high socks that I was wearing trapping in heat. Easy solution. However, when you've got your legs covered in what seems to be like blisters, you freak out a little bit. So once again, have a plan in place for staff members. How are you going to get them medical attention while still keeping coverage for the rest of camp? And then the big, biggest one that is going on not only in the camp world right now, but also in just careers in general is burnout. Camp is a very high stress job, even though it is super fun. It is not the most relaxing place on earth. And by the end of six, seven, eight weeks, a lot of people are really feeling tired. So What are you going to do? What are the conversations that you're going to have with yourself when you are starting to experience that burnout? Which leads into my next type of break, which is a planned break. I have found that the most successful summers that I worked as a seasonal resident camp staff person was when I had a planned break going into the summer. As I said before, this could be family or work commitments. It could also be like once-in-a-lifetime opportunities. So for example, when I was assistant camp director, I was a bridesmaid. So I did have a two-day plan break in the middle of the summer to go to a wedding and to go be a bridesmaid. I can't tell you how amazingly one-timed that break was and two, how energized that I felt coming back into the camp environment after those couple of days. Yes, I was working the entire time during the wedding, setting up tables, making sure the bride had everything she needed, but it was a different type of work. So even though I wasn't just relaxing for two days, it was still very, very energizing to be able to get back into the swing of things. Another type of plan break that I also had during my camp experience as a camp director was when I went off for a two-day conference for a work commitment. And that one was a little bit more relaxing. I was just really sitting in a chair attending professional development for eight hours with my future coworkers at that time. And it was so refreshing to be able to then take what I'd learned from that experience and apply it into my camp experience. Now, my suggestion with this is that you have your planned break scheduled with your boss at least three to four months before the commitment occurs. This being said is because the camp season is typically very short. You want to give your boss as much prep time ahead of time to be able to find those that coverage for you and for other staff members while you are where you need to be. This allows everybody to have a plan that works best not only for you, but for the organization themselves. Now, if you are working for an organization that will not allow you to take two, maximum three days to be able to have one of these experiences, to be able to have a scheduled break in between your summer session, I would consider why you are working for that organization. 
Most organizations, when they come up with a contract, have a couple of days of give and take in there that you will be able to play around and flex with. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, then I can't get sick whatsoever, which comes back to my original point. If you're planning on taking a break, my opinion is the less likelihood that you are going to experience sickness because you're already doing the things that are helping you to take care of yourself. Now, taking care of yourself at camp, that's a completely different podcast. We will dive into that at a different date. However, I do believe that also having a planned break in the middle of your camp session is very healthy and is absolutely needed no matter what your role at camp may be. The only caveat that I will say to this is I know a lot of people plan week-long, 10-day-long summer vacations and expect to have that coverage while also working at a camp experience. My suggestion for that is to try and make those vacations happen before or after camp. I would not try and expect your employer to be able to give you that much amount of time off to be able to take a planned break with your family. That's just my two cents. I would be curious to know if other people view that differently though. The last thing that I want to say here too is that it really is a privilege to be able to work at camp, meaning that if you are working at camp, you are probably also receiving financial help somewhere else with either a second job, or you might also be receiving financial help if you're 18, 19, 20 years old still from your parents. You might be receiving extra help with familial commitments, as in help with raising kids, help with um, other family members, and you also have been given the gift of extra time. So with that paradigm being said, do remember that we are very privileged to be able to work at camp and not everybody has the ability to be able to do what we do. So do take gratitude in the fact that we are able to have this amazing experience. All right, camp kids, those are my thoughts on taking a break from camp, plan and unplan breaks. If you have other suggestions on taking a break from camp, I would love to hear it. Please email us at campkidspodcast at gmail.com or find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Drop us a DM, follow us on both of those social media platforms. We would love to be able to connect with you and talk about this. All right, Camp Kids, that is pretty much all that I have for you today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We want to keep our Camp Kids community growing by spreading it to others who are also a part of the camp community. While you're on this podcast, don't forget to leave us a review, preferably a five-star rating so that others can also find our podcast. All right, friends, I'm coming back at you next week with another interview with one of my former campers who has gone to a different facility. That's all that I have for you for now, but remember that this is good night and not goodbye.